another installment, another installment of the Bench Mob Podcast. We're gonna be talking about that last dance. These uh, recent episodes that came about. Uh, what's y'all first takeaways from it? Go ahead, start it off, Miles. <laughs> from the last episode, um, I think just how. It was a battle. It was kind of like a battle for that last season for everybody in that organization. So it kind of like, I know it weighed on Jordan heavy, because especially he, he brought it up how he, he felt he was at his peak in 98. And I mean, <laughs> he's like 14 years deep into the league and that's the best he feels he was. and. To just go out like that is, it would kill me. Um, and I just, I think how the funny part is how they just, they literally blew it up. Like, I don't, I don't understand how a team winning as many times as they did can just give up with their guys not even, you're basically, they're, they're not even thinking retirement. You're basically forcing them to, make a decision on what they want to do. Like Scotty, they basically forced him out because they, they're like, we're not going to pay him, even though he's probably like the the best second option yeah. of all time on a, a championship roster. I mean, they're 6-0, and so you can't really debate that. But I kinda, that's kind of what I took took from the episode. How about you? I mean, I think just looking back at it, it is sort of weird how they just – how they blew everything up. I mean, I like the whole – I like the whole series, like, in general. But, yeah, it is sort of weird how it went down. But maybe – I don't know. You think Kraus or whatever knew something we didn't know? Like, we'll never know, right? Yeah. He's... I feel like Jordan could have kept going. But, I mean, I feel like they all could have kept going. Or kept you know kept the same team together, but I think it's all weird a little bit. I mean, my big one of my biggest takeaways from the last episodes and in general, Cole, uh, Jordan's mindset, and uh, you know you see the similarity with Kobe and how Kobe tried to be a carbon copy basically, and they really dominated during that time. No game seven in the finals. Um, that game where they held the Jazz to fifty four points. That was crazy. That's really strictly off, again, his mindset. This guy says, oh, Carmelo's the MVP? Nah, I'm offended by that. I'm going to use that as motivation just off of that. So his mindset and how it kept him going, his motivation, that to me was the uh, the biggest takeaway. It had me wanting to play basketball like ASAP, but obviously we can't currently right now. From this documentary – who are the winners? Who are the losers from this doc? Now, we got a lot of people that's been upset. A lot of his teammates coming out saying their piece and how this wasn't true and Jordan is snitch and so forth. Who are the winners and the losers of this doc? Scotty. Scotty's he's taking an L for this one. It's, I don't see any other way. Like, they just portrayed him <laughs> – Taking an L the worst way possible. Is he really taking an L? He did some he did some wax up, but is he taking like a whole L? Is he taking I mean, like a, 
I mean, if you're looking at it like in life terms, nah, he's got millions. But if you're looking at, I'm like, talking about through the respect, series, through the series, yeah. What he quit? He on might have lost a smidge of respect, but it's still Scotty though. Uh, I'm not I debating think, like how much respect. I think I'm just saying he lost respect in the fact that he quit on the team. He basically quit on the team twice, if you think about it, because that 98 season, he chose to delay that surgery. The surgery. So, and he, then, um, so he wouldn't even have to play for half the season and yeah, force a trade. And the, the, uh, the thing with uh, Ku Coach or whatever, that was whack. When he didn't want to take the shot or whatever. Well, when he had to go inbound the ball or whatever, that was whack too. But it's still Scotty, though. You can let, yeah, you can let Scotty even, slide a little bit for that. Even MJ takes L sometimes. But, like, Scotty. He he didn't come out a good guy in this doc. Like, Who literally, is- they they have him going back and forth with uh, Jerry Krause. I think that's his name, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who say our winners there? Oh, Jordan, of course, Jordan easily. <laughs> um, Phil, Phil comes out a winner because he. The guy said, oh, even if you go 82-0, and 0, you're not coming back. And he won a ring anyways and left. And a year or two later, rebuilt a Lakers team and they won ring. So it's kind of like the GM thought he was, he was right in how he was handling things, but kind of went left. Um, that's the other thing. The GM comes out as a loser, even though all that he did for the organization – he kind of made it end sourly. Like, you forced the best player of all time to retire. Like he already said, I'm not playing for any other coach. And you respond basically by saying, well, he can go 82-0. and He's not coming back. So it's kind of – there's quite a bit of losers in this one. But this is – that's it. That's it for it. It's a lot of losers in here. Mm-hmm. I personally think one of the winners is all the Jordan memes we got. The memes from that was freaking mm. right. Yo, the one where he's taking the headphones off, that's my favorite one right now. Like, I'm using that. <laughs> huh? Like, that's my that's one of my favorite ones right now. Did you see? I don't know if I sent it to y'all where it was like, <laughs> he was taking the headphones off. It was like 50% off uh, bootcut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but yo, can we get on the? We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna skip this one. Can we get on the fact that Horace Grant is a snitch? Can we get on that? Cause he's a loser. He's. We a don't loser. even know if that's true or not. <laughs> but he's so a loser. You don't think Jordan is a snitch? Cause he just didn't mention the no. name. No. No. He ain't mentioned yeah. the name Doc, but who's the, who's to say he ain't mentioned the name then? No. He didn't even have to name a name. He basically said his rookie year, everybody was doing coke. He didn't say no names. He didn't say no names. Well, you don't have to if you say I was the I was pretty much the only and, one not doing it. Some, oh. Yeah, he could have said it was me and John Jackson. He, and then he and then he was like just about, and then he said like just about everybody. He didn't say everybody was. He was like just about everybody or something like that. Yeah, John, well, there's only 15 people on a team, so how many? <laughs> How many guys you think people are oh looking up right now? Huh? We're not going to do this to Jordan. Don't, please don't put any stain on uh, Jordan's name like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We ain't got no proof that Horace Grant did it. Exactly. That's my exactly. point. 
right. Get Miles a Horace Grant jersey for his birthday. Okay. Gotcha. With a pair of goggles, too. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Carl Malone, loser. Did you see him in the um in the thing at ESPN? Yeah, I'm a man. Yo, why did he look like like he drove like a tractor trailer? Like, why was he looking like that? Cause he, I think he still lives out in Utah. He really like oh. criminal. Oh, I think Utah done got to him or something. I don't know. I bet you he still has a flip phone or something. Yeah, probably. I'm like, yo, this this don't look like Carl Malone. More than like he he probably wasn't able to watch it and not. Yeah, and he and he was very hurt too. I guess I'd be hurt too, but. I mean, yeah, all the people that played against Jordan are losers. You mm-hmm. got to live the Knicks, the Pacers. That's, that's probably not on a list of things they wanted to do. <laughs> Carmelo, I never won one, and basically because of Jordan. Something I saw that was interesting, too. They didn't really talk about the Rockets when they won their championships. They mentioned that was that was irrelevant. That, <laughs> he was playing baseball then. They got a they got an easy shot at a ring with Jordan gone. Because I don't think that those Rockets teams could have beaten the Bulls in the finals. You don't think with Hakeem they could have beat the Bulls? Dennis Rodman wasn't doing nothing with that. They shouldn't have even beat the Knicks the one year. Like we should have beat them, but John Starks goes. Three for seventeen, and blows it. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's, it's cool. It's cool. In this situation, who is more the villain, Jerry Ronsdorf or Jerry Krause? Who's more the winner? The villain, Jerry. Oh, Ronsdorf villain. Or the GM, Krause. Yeah, the GM, easy, because he's he's the reason that they stopped the whole show. Like, the owner was willing to have Phil come back. And, you know, if Phil came back, Michael Jordan would have come back. And he already said he was willing to sign. He was signing one-year deals from the point he came back from playing baseball. So it's basically he was he was <laughs> debating retirement for a while, but he's, he was coming back to win. So I think that Kraus definitely – is the villain here. I mean, he's basically the reason we have this documentary. I think the owner really the villain low-key. I think to stay face, Jerry Krause not here to speak up on his behalf. I think low-key, he was pulling some of the strings, especially at the end, with the whole part at the end of that episode where he talks about, uh, we got the audio clip where he's saying, yeah, economically, we wouldn't have been able to keep all these players. And we know from history, even he owned the Chicago White Sox, he was cheap with them too. So I think low-key, he was actually pulling the strings behind closed doors. But in a documentary, as big as this, oh, I'm going to say face, yeah, Jerry Krause, Jerry Krause. He ain't here to defend himself. For all we know, Jerry Krause, hey, the owner actually told me, this is it, we're not paying for it, boom, boom, boom. And I had to take the fall and be the spoke person for it. I think he low-key, because he was cheap, low-key had something more involvement than he's letting on. But, again, Jerry Cross ain't here to actually defend himself. Mm-hmm. Mitch wanted to retire after that because they didn't bring Phil back. 
do you think that next year the Spurs won it that next year? Do you think that he actually gets that seventh ring? Yeah, just because. I mean, I <laughs> you nobody saw anybody beat Jordan in the finals, and even though he was older in '98, his last game he dropped 45 against the Jazz. So I think they would have had a good season, depending on who the roster was and the Spurs were good but I don't think they make that trade for Steve Kerr if the Bulls aren't planning to do like a full rebuild who um, he hit a he hit a lot of shots for for the Spurs that was a good trade but it doesn't go down and Jordan wins in 99 if he comes back <laughs> and it was a shortened season that year too mm-hmm lockout they didn't start playing until February so I think he wins that season um those who say that if he never retired he probably would have won 10 11 I don't know about that though I don't think he would have got to that extent if he never retired you think Johan he would have got he just would have went undefeated like 10 years straight um he definitely gets he definitely gets minimum eight rings Max, and I'm pushing it too. Max ten, max ten rings minimum, minimum eight. I'll say hey, that if, he's, if he could win more than ten rings in a decade, that's a that's a feat right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was happening with the new. Well, the way they are moving the team, like the team around and stuff. Like, I mean, if it's the same team and everybody's on the same accord, then I say, and then I say max ten. But minimum, the minimum eight though. Yeah. If the, if the team is the same, but if they're moving things around like that, if we're if we're playing fantasy and they're moving things around, then it's up in the air for that. If they kept the team the same, I still think max maybe nine. You got all the younger talent coming in. Um, to me, I think slowly and a little bit it would have had some decline in some of the uh, other role players in their position. They would have had to upgrade. They would have had to get younger. So I think at some point they would have just got knocked off. They wouldn't have been as dominant, especially with all the new talent coming in. You had the Rockets still. You had Tim Duncan and David Robinson. You had Shaq. Players like that, Shaq, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, they didn't have the weapons to defend that anyhow. So I think Eventually, they, they would at max nine, max nine. From this doc, you have a lot of people saying at the end of this, the GOAT conversation is over. Is MJ, point blank period, is no conversation, is no debate. Do y'all think this debate is over or is it still debatable who is the GOAT? It's over. It's over. You're still pushing that. It's over. It's over. No long talk. It's over. I thought you had time to think about it, but. No. All right. I mean, I don't get how you could end it when LeBron is like top three. Might even be top two right now. And he's still playing. One. So (laughs) I don't get how you can just end the debate. There's no end. Hold on. Let me hit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me hit LeBron. Hold on. Hello? Yo, let me let me let me let me call up for help. Hey, you want to go team up with me? Get out of here, bro. Stop. 
I thought you had time to think about it. Bruh, he cannot be considered the GOAT if he called for help. He had to call for help because his GM and his owner ain't doing a good job of providing. Hey, man. Say, man. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. All right, so let me ask you this. If LeBron stayed there in Cleveland, never gets a ring, keeps the same stats that he has, Dagnir walking triple-double, is he not in your top three then? No, no, top three players. Yeah, he's still a top three player right now. Yeah. So, you, so huh? you, you don't factor in he had to get a ring. You feel me? If he never got a ring. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. He still, he still won the top three greatest, but he's not – he still wouldn't be the GOAT. Like, he still wouldn't be the GOAT. So, if he stayed like, in I don't care. He got a ring in Cleveland. No help. He if, would, wait, if he didn't get a ring? No, he, he actually gets a ring in Cleveland. Would you put him as the GOAT there? Wait, just yeah, – He just, doesn't go to Miami. He doesn't get just, just one? Just one? Three. No, need more. You need more people. <laughs> you need more. Sorry. You need more. There's nothing that he could have done to put him above Jordan then. Six. <laughs> but we just we, – we said that. Six, like, if, six, six. If he were to finish his career and, and get to six, but he'll, st- he'll still have seven losses in the Man, so He's, not, he's no, been there 13 no. times. I'm about, to start asking, I'm about to start asking the questions now. Miles, is he your GOAT? Is he a goat? <laughs> Not yet. Oh, yeah. oh, so he about to be. Once it's all said and done, LeBron is your goat. That's funny. That's crazy how people just sleep on LeBron. You just get no. I'm not sleeping on him. I'm not sleeping on. Him. I'm just saying that Jordan is the goat. I'm asking the right. questions now. It's not Tony asking the question no more. It's me now. Is LeBron your goat? Not yet. Not yet. Because it's not over. The debate's not over. So I'm not. I can't say who it is. Right now is Jordan, but who's to say five years from now, LeBron <laughs> doesn't have how more many, rings. How many, how many rings does LeBron have to get for him to be the GOAT? Six, five. Okay. Okay. Because some of those finals losses were <laughs> due to a lack of talent on his teams. And who you can't even cares? say they weren't. All right, who cares? Jordan, What's the next question? Who cares? He, he don't, he don't understand it. Bill Pippen got there, so. Exactly. Who cares about talent? Was Jordan, was Jordan on his beeper beeping people, trying to get people to come over? It was a different era. Players stayed in the same area, same team for exactly. years. Exactly. That's where the real ones was at. Oh, no, hey, hey, Miles, you want to team up with me? I know we play AU. Come on, let's play. Like, no, that's whack. But that's the thing. The culture completely changed. They didn't have AAU back then. I guarantee you, I promise you, if they had AAU back then and Jordan was playing with Drexler in high school and they had the opportunity, hey, bro, come play with me, bro. I don't know, man. A lot of you players as friends from freaking middle school. You always want to play with your friends. You that goes back to that goes back to literally childhood. Hey yo, we about to go ball up at the court. All right, bro, hold my spot. We going. It's gonna be off five against whoever. Ain't that the same thing? 
Yeah, it's not. There's no. no point in trying to convince him because it's not. It's <laughs> no. not gonna work. It's no. Not gonna work. Not the same. It's not right gonna now, work. Right now, if LeBron were to retire, twenty-seven points per game, seven rebounds, seven and a half assists. Top five. He's going to retire. Top five points, rebounds, and assists. That's great. Because we'll bypass that, like top a player is going to be top five in three different categories. Why are y'all trying to get me to change my mind so bad? Like the only way he'll change it is if he finds out like Jordan voted for Trump or something. <laughs> then, then he'll change. Oh, he did. Nah. All right, LeBron's my goat. <laughs> nah, that's, that's the only way. If he get two to three more rings, he's gonna be the goat. Hands down. He get two to three more rings in L.A. with that organization, with what's the talent going on right now, the Clippers in the West. Nah, he's going to be the GOAT. Like I said, he's still going to retire top five in three different categories. Is There's no way about that. Jordan could get buckets, but Jordan wasn't top five in rebounds and assists when he was all said and done. You obviously have a special heart for Jordan. Share with us back on sports culture and culture in general. Say it one more time. Share with us your thoughts on Jordan's impact on sports culture and culture in general. Oh, well, um, well, first of all, everybody wants to be like Jordan. Everybody – well, I mean, if you're a competitor – Especially in basketball, you want to have the Jordan mentality of like trying to kill something when you're when you're balling or whatever. I think that's one. Um, and of course, when it comes to fashion, that's culture now. You know, Jordan even goes through hip hop. You know, so who doesn't wear? Well, I can't say who doesn't wear a pair of Jordan, but majority of people have a pair of Jordans, or even even Jordan branches out to Nike, or Nike branches out to Jordan. You know, so I mean that. That all counts for everything. So I mean, Jordan's very impactful on that. So when you mention when you mention fashion, you talking about the bootcut jeans? <laughs> That's drip. That's drip. Uh, I gotta agree on there on the fact of you see him touch all aspects. Uh, people still talk about it. We have a debate constantly. Jordan the goat. Want to have? A lot of people want to have more players to have that mindset, and a lot of people just don't have that mindset. You feel me? Um, people are great in their own way, but Jordan set set the standard of win by any means necessary, literally. Nowadays, I don't think his approach would be well-received. Um, like you heard my man Udonis Haslam. He would have put hands on Mike if you said I wasn't eating. You can't. You're not taking food away. Oh, you just would have had to get them boards up there and get them boards, get them points up. Nah, they would have shipped him out of town. That's what. Well, they they would have shipped Udonis out, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get them ten. Go get them uh, eight points, uh, fifteen rebounds somewhere else. Bloop. He was getting that win. <laughs> oh snap! Don't he lead like the Heat in uh, rebounds and like all-time rebounds? Bro? Not like he. He's a but he's been there forever though. Forever, and he's still on contract. 
What's his impact you think on the uh, culture that is Jordan, not Haslam, but uh, Jordan? <laughs> I think on the culture, just like his drive. Basically, from the 80s into the 90s, he just – nobody had the same type of drive as Jordan. He Even going back to what was what year was that? when he, he hurt himself and they didn't want him to come back and they had him on the minutes restriction. And he was saying, all right, if you, you're only going to play me seven minutes a quarter or seven minutes a half, all right, I'm going ham those seven minutes. Yeah. That I'm talking about tanking too. He was like tanking. We're not doing that. And they ended up making the playoffs, lifted the minutes restriction, dropped 60 on the, the Celtics. And then from there, it was just like the legend of Jordan was just born. Like the shoes came after all that. Like, like, and he wasn't even trying to let my boy rock his own shoes. So I think just the his competitive drive just to be better than anybody at anything. Like cards, casino games, <laughs> basketball, he just – he just wanted to be the best and that's kind of what his impact was on the culture. I mean, along with like musically and all that stuff, people include him in songs and wear his sneakers as fashion statements. Now people, so in, I think that might be people freaking um, my fault to cut you off. Even people in countries, they don't even know who, Jordan is, but they got a jersey on, you know what I'm saying? Like, so in J- Japan, the people got Jordan jerseys on. Never even, exactly, never even heard of them. Who would y'all, who or what team would y'all watch another 10-part documentary on? The L.A. Lakers, the Shaq and Kobe one, though. Not the yeah, Lakers. I don't think anybody will watch the 80s Lakers, the <laughs> Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Um Mm-hmm. I probably I want to watch um, the Cowboys during their little when they uh when they were good. Um, oh, when they were good. Okay, okay, okay. I said, I see. Uh, let's not talk about your team. Y'all just yeah. like y'all just start winning. And the Timberwolves, nobody will ever do a, do- a documentary on them except of uh, what. Not we'll rebuild them. We'll rebuild them right now. And I think I'd like to watch a uh, ten-part docu-series on just Dion. Just his personality is contagious. He's hilarious. He's flamboyant. He and he backs it up. My man chains at draft day, and I heard him recently say he actually never talked trash to anybody on the field. It was. Uh-huh. Answer questions to the reporters and oh yeah, we'll shut him down. But once he got on the field, he actually didn't do no talking. So I'd like to see the high stepping kick return. I'm gonna get an interception and run it back 50 yards, Deion Sanders. Nobody else could have done anything like that on the defensive side. Get the ball in his hands somehow. You see highlights of Jokers, they intercept the ball and toss it to Dion, like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> It wouldn't even just be football, crazy. too. He went over and played in the major leagues, played in the World Series. So 
that would be a crazy documentary to see. And he'd probably do all the interviews by himself for the documentary too, because you know how much Dion likes to talk. So, you know, him on all the smoke was funny, yo. Like, yeah, yeah, that was great, great content, mm-hmm. great content. Yeah. This concludes this episode of the Benchmark Podcast. Make sure you stream, subscribe. We are on all streaming platforms. We're on YouTube with the videos. Make sure you like it up, share it with people. But Benchmark, we out. Peace. Yep.